Hello and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm Joy and today I am bringing you an interview with a special guest. It's been a while since I've shared an interview, but I have a couple great ones coming up for you in the next few weeks. This week, it is Valerie Ellis. Valerie Ellis is a children's book author, speaker, and founder of the multi-author online resource, Our Everyday Parables, which offers book reviews and parenting resources for families pursuing faith and compassion. A certified teacher, Valerie is passionate about helping kids and parents connect with God and each other in the everyday moments. Her books, releasing October 2023 with Paraclete Press and February 2025 from Tyndale and October 2025 from Waterbrook are designed to serve families at the intersection of faith and fun. Valerie is a member of MOPS, Moms Next, SCBWI, and the Texas Library Association. She's also a nonprofit consultant, trainer, and grant proposal writer in the Houston area, where she lives with her husband, Josh, and their two boys. I'm going to share all the links in the bottom, but I am so excited for you to hear all about um, her new book called Share the Joy, Lift the Flap, and um, just the conversation that we have. She is phenomenal. This is her second time on the podcast, so go back and listen to episode 69 as well. All right, moms, enjoy. Hey, mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hi, Valerie. Welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting again. This is your second time here, and I'm so excited to talk with you again. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you, Joy. It's great to hear your voice and get to interact with you instead of just hearing you on the podcast, which I love your podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I know that you were on episode 69. So our listeners can go back and check that one out and hear more about you also. But would you just tell me who you are and a little bit about yourself? Yes. So I am a mom of two boys. Uh, my husband, Josh, and I live here in Houston. My kids are 12 and nine and reminding us all the time how big they're getting and how old we're getting. So <laughs> They never let us forget how they're growing up. Um, I am a children's book author with my first book coming out this fall for the Christmas season. And I also am the founder and um, contributor to our Everyday Parables, which I think we'll get into a little bit more. I also write grants for nonprofits and help them with other projects. So um, busy, always busy around here. <laughs> yes, so exciting. And I just love your website and your blog. I 
was looking at it the other day and still love all the book resources that I've had for years now from you. So will you tell us a little bit more about our everyday parables? Yes. So we are a multi-author online resource for parents looking to talk about faith and compassion with their kids in meaningful ways. And we do that a lot of times through children's books. So either um, Christian books specifically, or just general books, we can use those two to bring out themes to talk about faith and talk about loving other people. And then we also focus on everyday moments. So trying to bring our conversations about faith, not just after Sunday school or for, you know, Christian holidays, but in the everyday moments so that it becomes something where kids are like, yes, God can help me today. And I know you talk about that too on your podcast, that God is here. He cares about me now. So those are probably our two biggest um, pillars, I guess, on the, on the blog. And we do have resources, like you said, um, like if our free book resource is very popular that has like 75 book recommendations for kids ages zero to 12 in five categories. So it's pretty um, comprehensive. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about books later, but, you know, like any resource, it's, you know, probably something that your family has their own ideas. So it also has spaces to write, you know, like if your child has become interested in a topic, you can jot it down on that same resource and you have like your ideas and our ideas all together. Wonderful. Yes. I, um, I went back and I listened to our previous episode in preparing for today and it was just such a good, good conversation. And I, I love how you do use secular books to help kids to learn to see God. And that was a, I thought a really good part of our conversation in the last episode. So I definitely want to encourage listeners to go back and listen to that. Um, you also kind of mentioned today about your kids, your two boys who are both preteens now. And in the last episode, you used this phrase about being a student of your boys. And so what are you currently learning from your boys besides how big they're getting? <laughs> Oh, that is such a good question. Definitely. They are always teaching me still. And I think a theme that just rises to my mind immediately is, you know, anxiety is an off and on visitor in our house. <laughs> um, they, I have to say they come by it naturally, but it, we're going through a little bit of a time with that. And, you know, I caught myself just thinking about how different things they're struggling with and how I just wish that, you know, they could see from my perspective, you know, like how much we're caring for them, how much the Lord is watching over them. And I know it's just, you know, they're still forming that view of the world. And it's just so difficult to process all these different things. Like, which of these risks do I need to actually pay attention to? And I just thought like, um, I feel like the Lord might be looking at me as a, he's the parent, I'm the child and saying, you know, I wish that Valerie could see like how much I've got her. It's, you know, it's going to be fine. Any, you know, any struggles she has, I'm going to bring her through. So it's nothing to worry about. And, you know, one thing we've been talking a lot about and disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist or anything. So, you know, don't, 
<laughs> so don't take you know too much weight on my thoughts about anxiety, but we've been talking about how it robs us of the joy that the Lord wants for us in our lives. You know, like, so yeah, we could worry and maybe find a tweak that we could mitigate even more risk, but it's at what cost, you know, at what cost are we spending all of our time on that? And so we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, trying to let those things go and pray to the Lord and so that we can enjoy what he has for us, but also so we can um, care for and pray for people who are facing, you know, more difficult situations, either temporarily or because, you know, there's, you know, where they live, it's just a really difficult um, time in their world. So trying to just broaden our worldview. And so I feel like as I, as I, help try to guide them. I also feel the Lord telling me, you know, also do those things for yourself because I've got you. I'm your father. So yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I don't get a chance to talk about, you know, some of those deeper mom things because I love talking about play. And so often that's, that's what I get to do on podcasts. And I think it's really important that we remember, um, even in those playful moments that there Mm -hmm. are these hard things going on, even in our kids' lives. And we just want them to know how many people are looking out for them and how deeply they're loved by us and by God. And so Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Sure. And, you know, I'll speak a book recommendation in there because that's kind of my thing. Um, There's a book called Catching Thoughts by Bonnie Clark. And we use that. It's a very playful, like you're saying, um, way to talk about anxiety and the thoughts that, you know, we want to let go. It doesn't talk specifically about, you know, giving them to the Lord, but she is a Christian. um, So I feel like that theme is there that or could be brought out by a parent. Yes. Yeah. And I love, I love you sneaking in book recommendations, (laughs) bring it on, bring it on. So talking about books, you have your first published book coming out, um, very soon, right? When's the, when's the date? So right now that's in flux. Um, it's supposed to be October 3rd. So we might push it a couple weeks because of shipping delay. So everything's done on its way, but you know how those things go. So yes. Yes. So very soon. Very though, soon. And... But it's available for pre-order anytime. So okay. no matter when it comes out. Yes. And so tell me, tell me more about the book. What's it called? What's, you said it was about Christmas. So yes, it's called Share the Joy, a Christmas Lift the Flat book. And I'm thrilled to have this book out there for families like the listeners of this podcast who want to bring more fun into their Christmas celebrations while also, you know, talking about the Lord and talking about why we celebrate Christmas. So I know that we're on a podcast and your listeners can't see, but I'll just show you um, the cover here. And since it is a lift the flap and I'll just describe it, it has really big flaps. So Like in this um, scene, we see a family decorating or two kids decorating the tree and it's talking about it's fun to decorate the tree. And then you open it up and it says and feel the love of family and you see the rest of the family. Um, So every page is about the Christmas traditions we love and how can we expand them to 
share the love of God and to celebrate what Christmas is really all about, which is the Lord with the idea that this book can help kids discover the joy of loving their neighbor like Jesus did, the joy of doing what he taught us while we're celebrating his birth. Yes. And I have looked at it and the pictures are so lovely and there's just so much to take in. I can imagine that it's going to be really great for families to be able to just sit and look at the pictures and reflect on the pictures and their own traditions and what are some of the things that are the same and different, get new ideas for traditions. And I like that there were small little Christian themed parts in the images in the background that can also add to the conversation as we're, we're talking with our kids and reading stories. And I think any kind of, um, Christian symbolism like that in pictures can be so great for parents to invite kids to look for those things and, um, and to recognize them. So mm-hmm. I just, I loved all the, the artwork and the story and is so sweet. Yes. I'm so glad that you noticed that. And, um, picked up on that because I do agree that it's very helpful to be able to show kids in books or, you know, in other media, like, oh, look, they they have an advent candle or there's a Christmas ornament with the nativity scene or whatever it might be. And there's an angel, um, you know, that, like you said, might be similar to what they experienced. It might be different. could be a way to talk about other people's traditions as well. So Yes, Sergio de Giorgi did the illustrations and he did a fabulous job. Yes. And and I just think it's it's going to be so great for families. And I think Lift the Flat books are always exciting for kids. And like you mentioned, there are big flaps, which I know in my family we appreciate because the little flaps do not last very long mm-hmm. with some of our kids. And so um, I... Like I said, I've seen a digital copy, but I'm eager to get get the board book this the season when it comes out. So you also you love to add activity packs and extra resources to books on your website. So do you have something like that for this book? Yes, we do. And I'm really excited about it. I worked with the publisher Paraclete Press and they used the artwork from the book and some of my ideas and some of their ideas and created this beautiful packet. Um, It's great for teachers and parents. So it includes things like how to have a share the joy party. If you're going to have a neighborhood party or a church party, just some ideas how you can use the book to play games to um, talk about Bible verses and songs and things like that. So just a way to celebrate and share. And then it has something really that could be used all year long called the share the joy jar, where it's basically 24 ideas for loving your family, your neighborhood, your community. And some of them are simple, like pray for the person on your right. And some of them are, you know, more complex. So the idea is that families can choose maybe in advance before the kids see it, choose which ones that they want to do over the holidays, put them in it, cut them apart, put them in a jar, and then 
on whatever schedule they decide if they want to do Advent or the 12 days of Christmas or whatever they decide, pull out something and just to keep serving others and loving others top of mind at the season. And then there are Christmas tags to color and a recipe that came from Paraclete Press. And they have, um, of course, they're an amazing publishing company, but they also have like a retreat kind of center with these really good chefs that make really good food who gave us their little sugar cookie recipe. And it's, it's really great. So, Oh, that's so fun. And what a beautiful partnership between you and Paraclete Press um, to be able to both bring something like that to the project together. Yes, it's really fun. So if, when people order, then they can go to sharethejoybook.com and put their receipt number and then download it. So it's pretty easy. Yeah, that's great. What else? I mean, how does it feel for you to be coming out? I know there are so many moms that would love to write a children's book. Um, I hear, you know, moms all the time. Oh, I would love to, to make a book for my kids. So mm -hmm. how does it feel to have this book coming coming out? I mean, so many feelings. I could just talk for an hour about it, but I'll talk about it from my family's perspective because you mentioned like so many moms would love to write a children's book. Um, my kids are very excited and supportive and it's been great for me to be, try to be more transparent with them about the process, about the ups and downs, um, just so that they can see, you know, they're, not everything has to be perfect in order for it to work out. And then it's just, you know, great to see them celebrate and just be so proud. Um, I will say that the first book I wrote is actually going to be the second one that's published. So in 2025, I have a book coming out with Tyndale that we haven't announced the title or anything yet, but um, that is the one that um, drove me to pursue this because it is, you know, it is a big journey, um, as you know, um, writing and things like that. But that idea wouldn't let me go. So I'm be excited to share that when um, I can. And then as I was getting that, you know, as I was preparing to get that one um, bought by a publisher and all those things, um, I started having other ideas for books. And so this um, Share the Joy came out of that. But as I look back, you know, this theme of wanting more for Christmas, you know, has really been with me since I would say I was probably my son's ages, you know, and just learning about Jesus at church and hearing people say, oh, the greatest gift of all is Jesus. And knowing that my favorite thing about Christmas was getting presents, you know, and just, you know, just being curious, like, how can I reconcile that, um, you know, now or when I have a family someday? And so that's why I really love what this book has become, because it it does honor what kids get excited about, about Christmas and all of those traditions. And then the hope is that by having it in the house, in your rotation of all your Christmas books, you know, that kids start to be like, well, for example, like we might say, it's just not Christmas unless I have my tree. It's just not Christmas unless I have a hot chocolate by the fire or whatever it is for you that makes you feel cozy. Um, that our families would start saying, it's just not Christmas unless I've served somebody, unless I've given of my time or my money or my creative um, juices to make something for people. So that's 
you know, kind of the goal with this book is that kids would tie all the cozy, wonderful, excited feelings about Christmas with loving others the way Jesus did. Oh, I love that. And I think, yeah, I think even hearing that from you can be helpful for moms who get the book and read it with their kids. So that can help maybe those moms think of questions to and conversations to have with their kids as they're reading it. So, you know, I think that's great. Right. Cause we tried to make the reveals uh, surprising. So I don't want to spoil too many of the surprises, but you know, like in one example, you think the child is receiving a gift and then you lift the flap and they're giving it to another child. So yes, I'm excited about it. And when we made the activity pack and wrote the book, but especially with the activity pack and with the speaking engagements I'm doing, you know, we really tried to be mindful that um, this is a busy time for families and, you know, we don't want to create the impression, you know, that they should add more, you know, to their to-do list or feel like I've got these little ones. I want to make Christmas memories for them and just already feel overwhelmed. So how can I do more? So that's why when we tied it to the Christmas traditions, they're just little things we can do to expand it. Little things we're probably already doing most of what it takes and just what's that little extra stuff we can do. Yes. And that's just what you and I try to encourage moms to do with our faith year round. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even, even better to be able to do it, um, intentionally at Christmas. So, mm-hmm. um, I am excited for you, for this book, for what God's going to do with it. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. As we talk about Christmas books, there are so many great Christmas books, secular ones and Christian ones. Do you have any tips or advice on how to choose which ones we read? Because, I mean, we could read Christmas books year round, but um, my husband is very, you know, he's a stickler with keeping Christmas between Thanksgiving and Christmas day. So (laughs) how do we choose which books to read during those, that short month? Yeah, that's a really good question. And a tough one. I have to say it's a difficult question. I think it's different for every family. But, um, and my husband, by the way, same. (laughs) So so sometimes I'm able to eke it out a little bit, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that of course, finding people you trust, like our everyday parables, that's what we try to do is be that resource. We do have a list of Christmas books. Um, I need to add mine to it. That would be a wise thing to do Um, (laughs) that we've been building um, that talk about, um, we kind of categorize them by sharing, you know, the nativity and things like that. Um, and then finding other like-minded moms, I would say, and getting ideas from them. I have one friend that makes a Christmas book box every year for her kids and sets it out. I have another friend that likes to wrap a book, um, for all the days of Advent. And I just, sit in their living room, chit chat, and look through their books like, oh yeah, which one? So I would say, you know, trying to build that community. Um, and then if you have like your preschool um, or your, you know, your local children's minister might have some ideas too, but yeah, it's a challenge. There are a lot of books. And I find that as my kids are growing up, it gets harder to preview 
every book that they read because they're such fast readers and I don't have that much time to devote. So sometimes I will listen to a book on audio um, at two times fast. <laughs> so I can, um, you know, just preview it. Um, reviews sometimes help, you know, like reading reviews, but you don't always get the same perspective because not everyone has the same worldview. Um, so doing the audio book, and then I think as they get older, um, you know, having that community of moms that if they, if you find another mom that has a child that's a reader, you guys could split it up. Like you read this, I'll read that, you know, and we'll kind of convene or whatever. But I think also talking to kids as they get older, um, you know, about you're just being open about your family values. Like, I feel like this is a good book for you. I'm going to go ahead and let you read it. You know, I haven't seen anything um, objectionable about it, but you know, these are the kind of, you see themes like this coming in, you know, let's talk about it. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to say, and I know some moms might disagree with me and I respect that, that if they find a theme like that, I'm going to close the book and not let them finish it. You know, I think it just depends on, you know, exactly what it is, but at that point, maybe it just takes a conversation to talk about it, or maybe we'll just continue reading it together. So I'll say, well, let's, you know, and I've done that a couple of times would be like, and they're like, oh, I don't want to slow down because then, you know, they have to wait for mom. But, um, but I do think it's great because the reason that we use books on our everyday parables, and I'm making my answer very long now is because, you know, when we learn through stories, it just, it, it settles in in a different way. And so that's why I love, you know, like you said, at Christmas time, bringing out a lot of books and just letting that become part of the Christmas memories. But with that gift of learning through story, we also need to steward it well, you know, for our kids, we don't want them internalizing, you know, in a deep way, messages that are not, you know, helpful to our faith. Yes. Thank you. I think, um, especially, as kids are getting older, my oldest daughter is 10 and she loves books and has been going through them much faster than she used to. And I can't read all of them. And so I think you gave some really good tips about finding friends to kind of trade off with and those, you know, conversations. Mm -hmm. So that's been the conversation part has been really important for us, mm -hmm. but also really challenging at times when my daughter's like, yeah, I don't want to slow down or mm -hmm. I don't want to have to tell you everything. Not because I don't want to tell you, but it's not a big deal to me, mom. And it's a big deal yeah. to you, but it's not me. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's nice to have that, um, knowing that other moms are trying to figure that out and problem solve that mm -hmm. too. So thank right. you. And, yeah. um, yeah, I just think, Christmas is such a time where there are all these fun, different book traditions that we do need to make wise choices so that we're not wasting our time on the books that aren't going to mm -hmm. be a benefit to us or our families. So mm -hmm. thank you. Yes. Yes. So is there anything else you would like to share with us or add to this conversation? Well, I just wanted to um, talk to your audience and just say how much I love what you're bringing to this um, conversation about play. I've learned so much about um, being playful with my kids and so many different 
areas, you know, faith and things like that. And I feel like your audience, I mean, obviously they're here listening because they want to do that too. And I love how you end your podcast by saying, um, you know, thank you for playing with God's kids and for, you know, because it is, it's great to have that community. So um, I would encourage, you know, if any of your listeners are interested in hopping over to our everyday parables and making that part of your community too, we would just love that. Yes. And I highly, highly recommend going there, checking it out um, and, and following along. So it's been so beneficial for me as well. Um, and on social media, are you still in all of those places? So um, Instagram is probably where you can find me the most. Um, I've had to back off of the other ones because it just it's just time consuming, even though you're like, well, all I'm doing is copy pasting, basically. But, you know, every minute is precious. So right now I'm focusing on um, doing author visits with the book and story times, which I do have um, virtual opportunities for that too, if people are interested for their preschool or their children's ministry. And then I'm also speaking to parents, um, like mops groups and parenting groups and things like that. And so on the socials, I've just kept it to Instagram, but we do um, put things on Pinterest. And I know a lot of people like that for finding ideas. So you can find, um, I think we're OE Parables on Pinterest. Um, and that kind of gives a view of some of the resources we have on the blog. Um, if you want to follow that then, or our email list, you'll always know what's coming out new. Great. Thank you so much. And finally, you know that I think moms need to play too. So how have you been making time to play and how have you been playing recently, Valerie? That's a really good question. It's a super busy season, but I have been trying to make time to play with my nine-year-old. He's very playful. And so just trying to carve out time every week to just do what he wants to do and not put limits on it. Um, that's been really great trying to do some kind of sports things with my 12 year old, because that's play to him. And then for me, I would say, um, I love doing live music. So I was just able to go to a concert recently, um, reading, of course, and then just getting out in nature, just trying to be intentional, intentional about doing those things because it's really easy to get focused on all the to-dos. It is, it is. Well, Valerie, thank you for fitting us in to your busy schedule. I'm so glad to have you back here and again. Um, you can listen to her first interview on episode 69. And um, just thank you for being here, Valerie. And if not before, I want you back in 2025 to tell us about <laughs> this new newest new book. Yes, the old new book. So I'm excited. I would love that. And it's my pleasure. Absolutely. I'm so grateful that you had me today and just really grateful for the work that you do and all the things you've learned that you bring to us that are just so helpful for parenting. Thank you. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. 
I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.